0: My name is Julie Turney, and this is the HR Sound Off Podcast Show, the show created for HR and business professionals to discuss pertinent topics and trends as it relates to our professions. We're going to have amazing conversations with HR professionals from all over the world, get to learn their origin stories. How did they get into this profession? What did they love about being here? And how they want to set the record straight on that one misconception that really drives them crazy about our profession. Are you ready? I'm ready. Then let's sound off. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the HR Sound Off Podcast Show. I am your host, Julie Turney. If it sounds like I am laughing, I am. <laughs> Oh my gosh, listen, I am so excited to bring this episode to you today, and I was just having a good laugh with my guests before we got started, so when we started, I started in full laugh, forgive me. How are you doing today, everyone? I hope you're doing great. Today, I'm so excited to welcome to my show. I've had them here before, but individually. Today, I get them together. Wendy Daly and John Thurman, my favorite HR podcast hosts. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, Julie. Why am I still laughing? Well, you've got us going.
1: You got us going. You, you got us going. <laughs> We're <It's> done. A- <laughs> um. <laughs>
2: Julie, I think that's the great thing about doing this is that we can, and it is no matter how difficult things may be, it is always a joy to be able to spend time together. And yes, you got the package deal this time, which, you know, even better, right?
0: Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to have you guys on the show and to be on your show, like um, done two episodes so far. And I'm so, I'm so proud of you guys. You are amazing. And I I want you to know, I love your show. I love the guests you bring to the show. I love the fact that you're willing to share your guests with me Um, and that you're always willing to give me insights and help me through my journey, whether it's podcasting or HR, you guys are always there. And so today this show really is in honor of great HR people. And I couldn't think of two better people to to have this show with than you guys so let me
2: tell really, you you're trying to make me cry and i not know we're I going do. straight from, from we're her. just laughing how did go from <laughs> laughing to no, crying I'm crying from good things but come
0: on yeah <laughs> that <is so> sweet. <laughs> i made john thurman cry wow yeah. <laughs> when you seen it once i think i think we'll tweet about this later
1: <laughs> oh yeah no one's gonna be able to understand the show because we're we're just laughing and crying through. The whole thing. Know, but you know what?
0: This is one of those this is one of those shows, guys, where people get to realize that you know HR is such a great place and there are really great people in this space, and we have a good laugh. Yes, we do. We like to
1: laugh. Yeah, we love like to have we fun.
0: We love to have fun. <laughs> you know, one of the great what one of the things that I really love about you guys and that we all have in common is that we love comics. And we all love Marvel. Yeah. So for those of you who are listening and cannot see the video right now, go over to my YouTube channel where there will be a snippet of this video. But you'll see in the background, in Wendy's background, you cannot, you cannot miss how much Wendy loves Marvel. <laughs> or my husband <laughs> loves Marvel. You, you and he's gotten
1: me into it. Yes, we we are we are or, Marvel fans here. I can't.
0: And Star Wars. Like that
1: and Star Wars yes uh we're we've got we've got the gamut covered and then of course Wonder Woman yes can't we've got Wonder movie. Woman and John keeps me um keeps me filled with with those and I need to do some redecorating in my office I really I mean it's this part looks fine you can't see what's on the sides <laughs> of me But I really need to um, make this a a permanent home for me since Mm. I am working at home now. But I've got this great pencil drawing that John got for me last year that I want to put up. Mm. It's of Wonder Woman and I want it up um, above the Captain America shield. So, but I need to, like I said, I need to do some reorganizing in here before I start putting stuff on the walls.
0: (laughs) Yeah, nice. I I promised you that one of these days I'm gonna borrow that Captain America shield. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> kind of expensive
1: that. to ship vibranium, but we'll, we'll see what we can
0: do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we need to figure that out. We definitely do. Jo- John, who's your favorite Marvel character?
2: My favorite Marvel character. Mm-hmm. Do I go? Do I go mainstream or do I go obscure?
0: Do you? Do you or John? more obscure? Do what, do what, I tell you,
2: you, I tell master- you who I really, I really like is the original, the original cowboy ghost rider. Hmm pre pre Johnny Blaze now and i maintain that uh, ghost rider uh, spirit of vengeance is one of the greatest comic book movies ever made mm-hmm. everybody hates it but that movie is just so bananas crazy mm-hmm. over the top i don't know if you've ever seen it yeah, Nicolas cage's ghost rider that in yes. the second one it's perfection yes. it's perfection And the and when he gets when he jumps on that four wheel like atv or the big truck mm-hmm. and it's a flaming spirit truck yeah, man. Like yes. I remember when I was traveling for work, I'd st- I'd be in hotels and I'd turn on FX or whatever channels on, and Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. I'm, I'm sitting there for the rest, you know, however long it's got. I'm watching <laughs> You're so lost. that movie is insane, and that's one thing, you you mentioned. Uh, I think a little earlier this week about Shang-Chi. Unfortunately, I have not seen yes. it. I you will say, to. I know I, I I am all in on Hawkeye though. That show is oh, yes. phenomenal. Oh yes, and. And let me tell you, if you really want to even appreciate it more, go read My Life is a Weapon, which came out in about 2012. Uh-huh. So much of the show is based on that based comic. On
0: that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
2: And and what's really cool in that series, you know, they the, 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 the show talks about or it, it hints, at least in the first couple episodes about Clint's hearing loss. Mm-hmm. There's an ep- there's an issue of that book that's entirely written in sign language.
1: Wow. Oh, wow. It, that's, that's
2: it's good. it's really it's it's one of my favorite comics of all time. So yeah. I'm all in on that show. I've n- I've heard nothing but good things about Shang-Chi, which is great because, yes. you know, sometimes yeah. people get divisive about these things and they're getting, they're getting much more uh, BC and D list characters at this point, because mm-hmm. you've seen all the the, yeah. the majors at yes. this point, but yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. I love all these obscure, those really off the wall things. Like I said, that ghost, the ghost rider, that's a cowboy mm-hmm. that shows up. If you remember in the first ghost rider, at the end of that movie where he's in the graveyard and I think it's, oh, Sam Watt, not Sam Watt, is it Sam Wart? I can't remember. Uh, Whoever it is, mm-hmm. it is the grave digger and right. he comes out and he becomes Ghost Rider. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, I, you've I lost two thirds of your audience already. Congrats, Julie. Yeah. Like they're all turning yeah, off. Yeah, they're like, all what like, the oh, what are they
1: talking about, about today? Yeah. What are they talking about today? Although, you know, we were watching, we were watching Hawkeye and uh, Jesse was half watching and all of a sudden, She hears, you know, Hawkeye's new sidekick, Kate Bischoff, or Bishop, and Jesse jumps up. She goes, Kate's a superhero? (laughs) So, Uh sorry, Hawkeye, but in my house... Your sidekick is Kate Bischoff instead yes. of Kate Bischoff. <laughs> oh
0: my goodness. Wow. Listen to me. I'm, I'm so impressed with what the Marvel Universe is, is really oh, yeah. from, from a movie perspective, but I've always loved Marvel Comics. I've been buying Marvel Comics since I was nine going 10. Oh, wow. Um, I've always loved Captain Marvel. Always. nice. She's
2: just so... She's just so good, like but which Captain Marvel, <laughs> Monica Rambo, or you know which one? Because that and that's the beauty of these things. You know, yeah. I always tell it's. I I used to have friends that get angry about this stuff, particularly like in the move, like the in comics that things happen and people do you do this that or the other. I'm like, it's comics. None of this stuff is. Re- you Isn't can make real. it whatever exactly you, you want. want. Yeah, whatever you yep. want. And, yeah. And, these mo- the movies are one person's interpretation but that doesn't mean it's any different for me you know and i you know i, I again i <laughs> i was at a comic book convention once where somebody asked me about do i like dc or marvel better and i said marvel and they said why and i said because they had all the properties which was gi joe transformers uh masters of the universe yeah uh, garfield not Garfield Heathcliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had all these like Muppet babies. Yes. They had all these, and, and I'm like, that's why I like them so much more because I thought they did better jobs with the property time And people yes. were booing me. Like people <laughs> were angry, and I'm like, oh, it's. There's you some... ever seen the William Shatner, <laughs> William Shatner on Saturday Night Live when he's telling the Trekkies to get a life at a comic book show or the convention? That's what this was like. it's Like you people need to go outside. Like, and, yes.
0: Like <laughs> discover a podcast
2: <laughs> or I don't know, find another hobby because you know. Uh,
0: it's true it's, yeah. oh my goodness I think that it, one of the things that we could really appreciate about Marvel is they always keep you guessing they will always keep you guessing and they're very thorough when you know that they they're covering something they leave no stone unturned so like for example when I watched, um Shang-Chi and I'm not giving away anything but I always love when a Marvel movie ends all the stuff that happens behind the scenes the no. post credits the post listen to me when you guys oh, yeah. go and watch that it's gonna leave you going hmm i am so the mi- excited the
1: mid-credit scene when we watched it because i've watched rocky's watched it a couple of times i've i, I watched it with him and we got to the mid six times already and like halfway like halfway through mid-credit i was just like oh, but but and my husband was like did you just notice that I'm like call me slow but yeah I did just notice it so Listen, but let's we, we won't we won't spoil it but I God. do have to say so but Maggie and I were having debates over whether the dragon in Shang-Chi uh-huh. was better than the dragon from Rhea which oh. is that which is a Disney
0: yeah I've watched Rhea movie i've watched it's Rhea. real i I really what, what, what I, I enjoyed about? it i think shang the dragon in shang chi was better than the dragon in Rhea.
1: yes yeah J- maggie said the dragon in Rhea was the disney princified yes. princessified version of the dragon
0: yeah
2: well uh, ne- neither of them compared to fin fang foom which if you haven't <laughs> if you haven't watched Modoc on hulu yet uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are you, are you, are you,
0: I don't I have lot about move. that.
2: Oh, okay. Um I don't I don't, don't, I don't know where it would I be internationally that but Modok oh. is this crazy stop motion thing where uh it Modok is mo, uh what is it? Organized and designed only to kill. So it's like it's basically a big head on a little ch- a little cart that goes around all he's trying to do is kill everybody. Well, Modok is voiced by Pat oswald and it is it's brilliant. He's got a family. He's married to a, a woman. He has a he has a son who looks like a human and he's got a daughter that's a little modoc. <laughs> I need to, is, I need to search that. It is. It is. need to go
0: to my laptop to search that right now. <laughs> he
2: he interacts with like Iron Man and, and a, a couple other heroes during the show. Huh? It is so ridiculous. And oh there are gosh. so many inside jokes in the show. It is not for everybody. It is not the big MCU entertainment. Right but it, it it's got a lot of heart and it gets kind of dark he and his wife are getting divorced and it's got a lot going a lot of subtext but it's one of the funniest things i i saw this year yeah modok it is oh, and, I don't and there's one now called hit monkey that i hear is I've heard about that yeah where the oh monkey is literally trained by assassins to become a, an assassin himself and, uh, and again obscure little awesome. character in the marvel universe but hit monkey is also on hulu yes I've heard nothing but positive things about it. I, I think I, I, I know a couple of people that worked on it, animation wise, a couple of the artists on it. So I
0: <laughs> oh, <my laughs> love to see Disney like bring all of that Marvel stuff to to the Disney Channel. Like they've brought some um, to Disney Plus. I've seen them bring some stuff, and I know they're taking their time and they're gradually bringing stuff. But I'd love to see them bring all that good old stuff that we used to love to sit and watch, like when we were younger. Right? I you can find
1: a lot of that. it. You can find so much of it on Disney+. Plus. I mean, we sat down and watched Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Um, we, mm-hmm. we binged that because my husband's a big um, Spider-Man fan. And we watched that. And then um, Superhero Squad, which Maggie, we used to watch when Maggie was little. And I was just like, this,
2: so this cool. is crazy.
1: It's so morning <laughs> cartoons all over again, right? Yes. Yes, get let's go get some Fruit Loops and yes. sit down on in front of the TV.
0: <laughs> for sure, for sure. Now that we've um kind of goofed out about Marvel, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about you guys. <laughs> that should probably tell you a lot about us though, just there with that Marvel conversation. <laughs> I know, I know, right? All all three of us. But HR Social Hour, you guys are at a really pivotal moment in in creating this beautiful podcast. Now I know you both individually told your stories about how you met, and since then I would have gained more audience members. So let's now that you're together, just share with everyone like how you guys met and how you created HR Social Hour.
2: You want to start, Wendy?
0: <laughs> sure. So.
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny because the original tweet where, where we kind of came up with that, the, the, the chat popped up, um, well, it would have been in June of this year. It popped up as a memory. And so, you know, that was almost five years ago now, four and a half years ago now, um, and I know John did some digging to find the first time we interacted together on Twitter, which uh-huh. was lo- even longer ago. Um, so yeah, John and I met on Twitter. Um, right. we, we have some um, weird opportunities where we could have met in person uh-huh. before that. Um, we were both in Richmond, Virginia at the same time. I lived there for a number of years, um, but just didn't cross paths. Richmond's a big city. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we met in, um, on Twitter And then in um, 2016, we were at the National Sherm conference in DC at the same time, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: ran into each other at the expo hall, which again, that's kind of random for the two of us to run into into each other there. Um, But everyone knows John's a big guy. He's hard to miss if you see him (laughs) standing anywhere. but the best part was when I got on the elevator in my hotel the next morning, John was there. Mm-hmm. So we happened to be at the same hotel. Um, and so we walked to the conference together um, that morning and the next morning. And we um, were able to, you know, chat and connect and had a, you know, had a great time, great conversations as we were walking. Um, and, you know, that was, that was awesome. And then when the next year came around and neither one of us was going to the conference, that's when social hour was born. When mm-hmm. we were, we, ha- we both had FOMO because <laughs> we weren't going to be in, in new Orleans. Yeah. And so we, uh, John had the idea that we should, uh, host a ha- host our own happy hour.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So and, you know, here here we are. Um, I'll, I'll let John talk about the podcast because that was his yeah. his idea. Some, he, he brought me along on
0: that one. Let's hear it, John.
2: We launched, so we started with the initial chats, not tied to the national conference in June of 17. And I really enjoyed it. Wendy really enjoyed it. We had like 60 people show up from nine countries, mm-hmm. which was mind-blowing to us that that many yeah. people. And it was funny because we were getting notes the next day about, Hey, you're on the big boards, which is the social media boards at the event. Like, you're all on the big boards, you're not even here. That's kind of bananas. And so we did June and July or August or so. I'm like, Wendy, that was really fun. Why don't we why don't we do this again? Cause it was cool and and we had we had fun doing it. And it's an alternative to the other things that were out there. So we launched social hour. It was the HR social hour was the one good tag at the time that we thought of. Uh, we've always said if we had it to do over again, we might go with HR Super Friends, but we're not rebranding this <laughs> for him. So we, we launched Social Hour and we're doing once a month, you know, fourth Sunday of the month. And we were getting some traction there. I did three or four and I, I called Wendy. She was at uh, a national event and I was driving from Richmond to Pittsburgh for work and uh, had a lot of, I, I was on speakerphone. So don't worry, I would not one uh, too distracted, <laughs> we'll but we're see. talking and, you know, I, I've been, as I've been very uh, open about, you know, I've been podcasting for a long time. I'm a huge fan of the medium
0: mm-hmm. and
2: been, but I've been podcasting just fun stuff, eighties, which is yeah. why, yes, if you want to hear me talk about obscure other stuff, you can go listen to the other show I'm on. But I told Wendy, I said, look, I really want to do a podcast about what we do, but I want it to be different.
0: Mm-hmm. What,
2: what, you know, and, and I want to have a co-host. Would you be would you be interested in that? Because like, I, I really like what we're doing with this chat, and I think it's just the next thing we could try. Yeah. And and so we talked about it, and that's where we came up with the concept of kind of the tenets of the show being, you know, about the power of connection and uh, giving back. If it's to the HR community, community at large, and ultimately the power of your network. And right. and those would be kind of how do we focus on those things and make it about the people. Mm-hmm. So we said, okay, we'll interview people from the chat. Well, that makes sense, right? We'll mm-hmm. just talk Absolutely. to our friends that are on the chat. Yeah. So that was January of 18. We, we hit the record button for the first time. That was with our pal, Steve Brown. Mm. So I figured we'll start with a big, we'll start with somebody everybody knows
0: oh, Yeah. that'd be
2: a good way to start. Then we can have these other people that maybe you don't know, or maybe they're not, we're not going to have everybody on that level. Cause we didn't want that. We wanted right. to talk to our friends and let's face it. There are amazing people out there doing amazing things for each other, for their businesses, yeah. for their, you know, whoever the communities they serve Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people out there doing cool stuff and we ought to know about it so lo and behold we started talking to all these different people that were part of our community and it just kind of steamrolled and we said okay we'll do 50 you know that'd be cool knowing the average show lasts 10 episodes well that was january of 18 it is now december of 21 yeah we're getting ready to release our episode numbered episode 200 on december 23rd yes and it'll be our 265th or 6th total show that we've put out since
0: 2018. Wow.
2: And that, that blossomed into that. We've had downloads in 125 countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been able to meet people like you and, and have international guests. Yeah. We did an entire month of a month of UK guests called it the British invasion. I didn't care if people thought it was funny or not. I loved it. I loved the I, <laughs> I just like wanted to call it something silly to me, yeah. but you know, we, it, this, as we talked about before we started recording, you know, our community has just blossomed
0: has. throughout
2: all these things. You know, we, we were really fortunate that during pandemic, we got to do things we didn't plan on doing mm-hmm. with the community, but it, it nurtured relationships. It It helped people in times of struggle. And, you know, I, I, you know, like you said, we're, we're at the end of the year, we're tired. (laughs) It's a lot of work, but but again, it's, it's amazing to sit as we sit back and start to assess and say, holy cow, you know, 260, you know, 260 shows, that's at least 260 people we've talked to. And it's really more than that. Mm -hmm. All the places we've gotten to go Mm -hmm. literally physically, traveling yeah. and getting yeah. to speak and record and do things and uh, the sponsors that have been so amazing to help us and mm-hmm. want us help help the community out it's its mind boggling yeah, Julie I mean I is. sit here all the time and just I, yeah. I, I tell Wendy I don't tell Wendy enough how thankful I am for her that she said yes when I said hey let's just go hit the record button and see what happens Yeah, you just don't know you, you just yeah. never know
0: Wendy that's John telling you that he's grateful <laughs> for you
1: Well, and I, you know, I, I've said it too, and I don't say it enough, but I am grateful for, for John and, and, and bringing me along on this. And, you know, we're, we're both thankful for the community and, you know, and our families for, for supporting what we're doing here and um, making the allowances that, that are needed. It's, it's kind of funny because um, my husband and I were talking about it and, you know, last year when we didn't travel anywhere even he was kind of like you know I kind of got used to you being on the road some (laughs) (laughs) you're here all the time now well yeah I need to go away (laughs) need to go away separate you know sometimes fondness like makes absence and all of that good stuff but Mm -hmm. but it is you know it is um nice to have the support from our friends and our family, um, that, that allow this to continue growing because we couldn't do it. We can't do it alone. We can't do no. it. And we're not doing it just for us, but, um, as long as it continues to be fun and, um, and we get something out of it, we, you know, anytime okay. we make a connection, when, when we can introduce Julie, you to, um, to Minda hearts and we can connect people with jobs and, make those different connections. Um, it, it just, okay, now we're going to, you know, so getting we're going to cry. But it just, now we're moving <laughs> from laughing to happy crying to happy crying, but it's just, it just shows that what we do is important. Yes. And it's not, you know, just another podcast. It's not just another HR podcast, but it mm-hmm. is, it is our community. And so when when we see good things happen to, to our community, it makes us feel good. And if, when, when bad things happen, we feel for them and, and we wanna reach out and, and um, do what we can um, just to, to have that community. People, we're human, we need that community.
0: Absolutely. We definitely do. Community is everything. Yeah, It's everything to me. I come from a very big family on my, my father's side, on my mother's side family is everything to me and because family is everything to me community has always been everything to me um when i see when i started seeking out hr community and i found you guys i was like oh my goodness (laughs) so great like this is what community is really about the willingness and openness to share knowledge experiences to be able to laugh and cry together, like that's what really makes a great community. And I think as HR professionals, we get bashed a lot in the public eye, as in with employees and employers, like everyone always has something to say about HR that's negative. And this is a side of HR that I really want people to see because there, while there are a lot of us that really aren't doing great things, that aren't being great or good, at what we do there are a lot of us out there who are and that really care and you and john i'm so glad i found you (laughs) i am so glad i found you i appreciate you guys so much i love your show i love glad you found us too thank (laughs) you (laughs) i just love what you guys have have put together and that you've extended it outside of your podcast to really make meaningful connections with your community on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, I want to talk a little bit about the HR social hour monthly Twitter trivia. <laughs> I, I love it. Now I'm, I always kick myself when I miss it, but then I go, when I see like other people still answering in the week, I go, man, I could still get on this but it's so great when you're doing it in the moment with everybody else. I've never yeah. seen anyone do this before. So, let's talk a little bit about the trivia hour. Like what made you guys think to put that together and maybe just share with our audience like how they can be a part of it as well.
2: So, when you say trivia, we're actually talking about the chats, right, yes. as opposed yes. okay, okay. So, because <laughs> okay, we did trivia yeah. nights, but that that was a that made us tired. Uh, yeah. So yeah
0: oh the trivia the, the, nights too yes that's so yeah the trivia tri- 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 nights we, got me through COVID. I'm tri- you that. So yeah. that trivia tri- tri- nights part. and movie
2: <laughs> yeah. trivia nights and movie nights were not doing so much anymore um uh, and, and part of that was again i think at the time it just it was it was something it, we enjoyed doing it and it was impactful. We saw though, that as things improved in a lot of places, we just weren't getting the participation and that's okay. Like it's try to go do something else. The chats though, when we started, we just did the once a month. And then in 2020, we, I said, Hey, Wendy, I don't know, but what do you think about doubling up? Like, you know, like there are very few chats left in our space. We kind of knew we had a time, but like, let's, let's double it up. That gives us an opportunity to maybe, and maybe we could start bringing in sit Third chair, somebody else to help us with mm-hmm. topics and and kind of facilitate mm-hmm. conversation. So we did that. Interestingly enough, uh, the the we're only doing one chat in December. It'll be on December twelfth, seven p.m. Eastern time. Uh, that, Ooh, will our, that will be our that will be our seventieth chat. What since we yeah. started? That's amazing. I just did some numbers. Well, I, I I was approached recently mm-hmm. about co-hosting an event somewhere else. Um, we don't we while we are very uh, appreciative of those opportunities uh, I, I do want to make it very clear in case somebody's listening we don't necessarily do things for free for people we don't know yeah right and and when you come to me and say would you co-host well um there is something there for it and I can say here's our track record you know mm-hmm. here's what we've done and here's the community we've built but anyhow so the, the chat though takes place on Twitter second and fourth Sundays of each month using the hashtag HR social hour we come up with a topic or with a, if we have a co-host uh, that comes up with something or sponsor that wants to participate and and sponsors the event, they'll come up with a topic and we build the questions together. You're always going to get the same first question. That is what's in your glass. Yeah. And that can be literally or figuratively, philosophically, Mm -hmm. however you want to interpret it. Cool. No problem. Mm -hmm. But you take part during that time. If you're not familiar with Twitter chats, a question comes out Q or Q one, what's in your glass? Hashtag HR social hour. You would reply a one. I'm having a Coke. Hashtag HR social hour, whatever it is. But during that hour, we're, uh, we're moderating that conversation where I'm welcoming people as they come in and, uh, and then you're retweeting, sharing and what have you, and then you're responding. And sometimes people go off and have side conversations or what have you, yeah. but we do it for that hour. And then I collapse at the end because it is incredibly, it's crazy. And Wendy knows too, It is incredibly taxing. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's a mental gymnastics to, to facilitate, you know, sometimes we may have 55, 60, 70 people in there mm-hmm. yeah. and, you know, you're getting almost a thousand tweets in an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we're touching all those somehow and so we yeah. you know usually usually it ties into a wrestling event being on and I, have, <laughs> I have rekindled my love of professional wrestling yes you ago. told me that so last like,
0: thing. <laughs> Yeah,
2: eight o'clock eight o'clock's over like I turn it off and I'm watching wrestling but yeah. anyhow uh no the the idea though is that we do allow we want people because we know people can't make that hour necessarily yeah we'll, we'll leave it open for the week yep. or you know three or four days and then Wendy at, you know we'll able to as pulls them all together into a wakelet and then we share that and say hey here's what the conversation that was going on about mm-hmm. film. like so our our last uh, conversation um, was about thankfulness and yes. uh, what are you thankful for personally professionally and you know uh, what are you looking forward to in the coming year I, I can't remember what the, I, the questions work yeah. because yeah. again 70 yeah. chats in that right like we've done 70 of those Right. We don't yeah. we, right. we do track. We have a spread we have we a, got a, a document with every single chat in it. Yeah, so we do wow. have the historical yeah. reference. But
0: yeah.
2: the the chats have been uh, so much fun. We've met so many yeah. people and and we know we have people that only go to chats, and we know we have people that only listen to the podcast. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I love to, some we, of us do both. But we're all right. yes, and some some do both. And that's how you know we I told Wendy we, as far as I know. We are the only Twitter chat to ever become a podcast. I've yeah. been able to speak at podcast conferences to that effect, and every single person that looks at me is like, "I've never heard of that." So exactly. we we're gonna we're gonna lay claim to it. And if somebody yeah. tells me otherwise, great. I'd love to talk to him. Yeah. But it was it was this thing that was kind of ours. It was the extension, and we were able to talk about those things, you know, in in there. But yeah, the chats learned so much, met so many interesting people uh, the, the topics that people have started bringing to us yeah. helps us because it is nice to have an outside perspective or, Hey, I'm mm-hmm. really struggling with, would you all be willing to talk about it? And what, what the great yeah. part, And Wendy can tell you is we can say, Hey, you want to talk about it? Great. You help us. Yeah. You help facilitate the conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that, uh, uh, I always used to say, I, I used to get really nervous when we used to run, uh, the other chat that, uh, <laughs> that was out there and, uh, what I, they, I would, I would assist when no one was around. They would allow me to run that okay. event, mm-hmm. and that was the only time I ever got nervous. Is like, is anybody going to show up?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and how's this thing going to go? Because, but now I know we have this. We have a group of hardcore people.
0: Yeah. We don't have
2: anyone, as far as I know, that's been able to attend all seventy. Right. I, I, but right. but there are people that are there a lot, and, yeah. and there are people that when you show when you come back, guess what? When you come back, we're going to acknowledge it. Yeah, hey, it's great to have you back. Like, thanks yeah. for. You know, it's great to see. You. What's up? Like, where are you been? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we we claim. You know, we we try to be the most welcoming chat out there because exactly. it is about building the community. And you know, we everybody's respectful. We don't have a lot of disagreements, but when there's disagreement, people are respectful about it mm-hmm. because yeah. that's what the level of expectation we have.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. It must be really hard to navigate that. And just hearing you talk about it made me a little dizzy. I'll it identify. is. <laughs> but um I'm so pr- um, proud of you guys for for doing that and putting that together and I I hope that as long as you're able to do it you continue to facilitate it because it really is an amazing um opportunity to like not just answer the questions but see how other people answer the questions to be able to respond on how they answer your stuff and mm-hmm. I remember Last Sunday, I think one of the questions was about like, what's your favorite um, Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that mm-hmm. was it. Yep. Home Alone one and two, hands down for me. And how, <laughs> and how the Grinch stole Christmas. I forgot to put that one, but those are my those are my three solid go to. I do watch It's a Wonderful Life every year. Yep. Um, there's just something about that movie that makes me cry all the time but I love it <laughs> but you see The Grinch Stole Christmas I could watch that in any version I the, I recently um I really loved the the cartoon version that was done by Benedict Cumberbatch that I think that was the last one on Netflix
1: that was the last one I have yes. not was, watched that all the way through
0: hilarious. I love it I'll,
1: I'll, I do I need to give it another shot I've I've tried the live action one several times and I just
0: with Jim Carrey
1: with Jim Carrey. I just, I can't, um, I'm a purist when it comes to the Grinch, yes. um, the, the holiday special, the, you know, the Looney Tunes Tex Avery version, yes. um, is, is my absolute favorite, mm-hmm. um, for sure. So, yeah,
0: yeah. it's so good because like, sometimes you get to see things like, I don't know, still seeing those people who say Die Die Hard is a great Christmas movie, I'm like, what was in Die Hard? That was about Christmas. I'm so lost. Go ahead, John. It,
2: it takes place at Christmas. It is a Christmas movie. And at one time, and I think I mentioned this on the chat, we considered making that part yeah. of our question connection. Uh-huh. So when you yeah. when you're asked when and, and those that have not listened to the show, our question connection is the second half of the show. Everyone gets the same questions. We uh-huh. change them up about every 50 episodes. But at one point, we actually thought we about did. do we do we add is Die Hard a Christmas movie? to that list because people's responses it's so yes. divisive it's so, it's funny. so
1: divisive
2: it's so i'm funny. so
1: glad julie because i'm there with you yeah
0: because i'm just there like, with you yeah, I'm just, I'm like, there the with name you. alone die hard I and mean, when you think
1: so, it takes place like like,
2: at christmas during a christmas party how can no, it not be a christmas which, movie
1: which, and if that if that's the criteria that's great but that also means batman 2 iron yes. man 3 yeah. um lethal weapons movies all of those are all all Christmas movies, which nobody talks about. Those other ones, we just get get die die
2: hard. hard. So I, I think I think because the Christmas I, there's so much more. Yes, and and I would you could argue that those are are based in Christmas. You know, does that oh, make it a Christmas movie? I don't know. Batman I mean, Two
1: has a, has the tree lighting ceremony yes. that gets taken down by Penguin. So
2: my my lasting memory of Batman Returns is seeing it in a the theater and the sound went out. And and this is like 10 minutes in and some guy behind us, I was with my little sister and, and all of a sudden this guy behind us starts doing all the voices and he's just making stuff up. And so like (laughs) Batman's riding in the Batmobile and he's like, he's like, Hey, Alfred, I'm heading home. Alfred's like, yes, sir, I'll be here ready to. And this dude is doing this for like three or four minutes and everybody's in hysterics because he's just making up stuff and <laughs> it's just having this conversation with himself. And finally they turn the screen off oh. and they're like, they come out and they're like, listen, we're sorry, the sound's busted. And they gave us all tickets to come back the next day because they said we can't, we can't get it fixed. We went, my sister and I went back the next day. I was, I was hoping that guy was there again. Cause if something <laughs> happened, I'm like, he was the most We're entertaining
0: I've ever. Seen. Oh my goodness. That's I, like good I want to take the
2: opportunity though, to say though the, the greatest Christmas movie of all time is a Christmas story. Yep. It's the greatest movie ever made. I maintain. And if you are familiar with that movie, it's all about a little boy getting a BB gun in the, well, it was supposed to be like in the forties by then, but it really took place like in the twenties. It's a uh, Gene Shepard is the author wrote a series of short stories that were published in Playboy magazine in the Mm sixties. And the whole thing is based this, this, the movie is based on it in this book. It's called in God, we trust all others pay cash, which is the sign on the bar when Ralph as a grown man goes to his hometown and flick, who's his friend from, you know, as a kid, owns the bar and that's the sign at the bar. Mm. (laughs) So, Anyhow, it, it's bro- It's absolutely the most amazing. And, and part of it for me is very special. My my older my uncle's name is Ralph. My uh-huh. uh, dad's his little brother. They're of that same vintage. So it was about my uncle wanted to be begun at that age. Oh. There's a lot of you know uh, yeah. grew up in that era. My my grandfather was a truck driver. You know, it was this? There's a lot of connection there. Yeah. Uh, but I absolutely adore that. in Cleveland, you can actually go to the Christmas Story House and stay there. Oh, wow. And and you can get, they'll like, you can have a BB gun hiding behind a Christmas tree. The <laughs> it's, I, it is the one thing we've not done as a family that I really want to do. Well, and now it, it awesome. happen.
0: Make it Well, happen, my, ch-
2: you know, my children are adults now uh, in, in the eyes of the law. It. So it's, it's easy.
1: <laughs> can't make them do it. <laughs>
2: well, no, I think they want to but you know, it's literally, I am the old man and I, you know, and I want to go to the Chinese restaurant and order the duck with the neck and have him chop off. anyway. <laughs> Christmas story folks. Greatest, greatest film ever made. It is,
1: it is a good movie. I, we, we like that. We enjoy that movie here as well. <laughs> one of our favorites. Um, I, I wouldn't, John, if you haven't, I would encourage you to watch eight bit Christmas. Um, it's I, on HBO with uh, Neil Patrick Harris. And it oh. has very strong um, A Christmas Story vibe um, with uh, it. Really, I really enjoyed it. Um, and it took me back to the 80s because the kid wants a Nintendo for Christmas and mm-hmm. is trying all these ways to get a Nintendo yeah, for Nintendo. Christmas.
0: There,
2: yeah, there, there, I unfortunately do not have HBO Max so I will have to find oh, alternate means to, to get find to it, it yeah. Uh, yeah. but I will say for all the love I have for A Christmas Story A Summer Story is also very good it's a very obscure movie that was filmed much later but it's a Gene, Gene Shepards story okay. it's other stories with Ralph but it takes place in the summer the, mm-hmm. A Summer Story is also very good Christmas Story 2 will never be seen in this house I refuse to have anything attached to it because that is it is it's hot garbage from the outset it's quite, no like no chance
0: about that <laughs>
2: i would never watch one single second of that movie as soon as i saw the preview like up yours forget it no chance you are not going to sully gene shepherd's memory oh, with this kind of garbage memory, but yeah but those other things and part of the reason i'm such a fan is that ralphie in and gene Shepard was as a kid he was a tuba player which i was a tuba player mm. so if you really want to go deep, you can go on YouTube and you can find the American Playhouse, which was an old PBS show. American Playhouse did the first Gene Shepard Ralphie story. Matt Dillon plays Ralphie. Ooh,
0: oh my Matt gosh. Dillon's
2: probably 18 years old when he's making this thing. Ooh. And he's in the marching band playing a sousaphone. <laughs> and, and it's also based on these stories. It's it's from another set of stories <laughs> uh-huh. that, that Shepard had collected but some of the stuff in what the bumpus hounds live next door, the old man, they set off fireworks. It. Wow. You, want to about, you want to talk about being in tears. I read, when I read the story about Ralphie and the marching band marching down the street and the, the, the conductor, the guy, you know, and they used to have maces like back in the forties, fifties, uh-huh. 60s, those big, you know, big sticks. And he's marching down the street, leading the band and he spun the mace and it hit a power line and just, Blew out all the power lines and sparks going over. I'm in tears <laughs> reading this book. I, I'll never forget. It. I was absolutely, I've never cried reading a book uh, like this so far.
0: Wow. Anyway, and God That's we awesome. trust
2: all others pay cash. Check it out. Julie, Check it out.
0: You. Oh my goodness. Okay. So huh. I have some lightning round questions for you guys. Okay. Yeah. Because you need to see how it feels when you do it to other people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, favorite episode, John. Of our show, mm-hmm. I would say the the show that I'm most proud of that nobody listened to was our episode with Miss Val, Valerie Kondos Field, the retired UCLA gymnastics coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of yeah. the greatest speakers I've seen in many years. She's the one that made me cry mm-hmm. and, and dance, which you would mm-hmm. never see me do that. Uh, cancer survivor, got to be friends with the late John Wooden and learned a lot of coaching uh, skills from him and just, you know, absorbed stuff from him. One of the nicest people we've ever talked to, she literally got off an interview with USA Today to talk to us. Wow. Um, mind blowing. And yeah. again, it was because her whole her whole speech at that presentation was about making the ask and just saying, be be willing to step out there and do it. And we did.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We made the ask of the of namely, who was our uh, who had sponsored the event. Namely got us in touch with her management. It's the only time we've dealt with a management person. But yeah, Valerie Condosfield, Miss Val still one of my, it's one of my favorites because it's also the most outside of HR that we've ever done.
0: Mm, yeah. It. Wendy, your yeah. favorite too?
1: Um, my favorite is, um, uh, oh gosh, like picking amongst your children, right? I know. Um, I- I'm going to say it is the uh, HR Wonder Woman episode with Minda Hearts. Mm. Um, we. Ann and I had so much fun talking to Minda that first time, um, talking about her book and, um, you know, kind of being able to, to grow it there and, um, and, and learn so much from her. So, <clears throat>
0: yeah, I think that was my favorite. All right, nice. Next one. What's one of the biggest things that you've learned about podcasting that you didn't appreciate before doing this? Wendy. How
1: detailed... The editing part is mm-hmm. how um how you can get into just those little nooks and crannies of the audio to to smooth it out to make it sound better to um take out some you know i don't like to take out all the verbal pauses because right. i think that can sound fake but mm-hmm. you know if and I do it to myself mostly if I'm going to, if I feel like I'm stuttering too much or too many of them, take a few yeah. of them out, take out those long pauses and, um, just the magic that can happen with that, mm-hmm. um, because I've been able to take that to my day job and we are recording audio to do re- recruitment content. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's the piece that I learned that has just kind of, um, that really surprised me.
0: Okay. Thank you, John.
2: Having come from a co-host spot on another show where all I did was get on and talk, I certainly didn't understand all the technical behind-the-scenes part. I think what I've learned is it is very easy to start this. It is very hard to maintain it.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 That's a powerful one. <clears throat> okay, last but not least, favorite follow-up bleep blender you guys have ever made?
2: Well, let's see. We've had two, we've had a lost episode and we had a lost track. No, I will tell it because we did tell it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. We had it and this blew everybody's minds because I knew it would episode <clears throat> our original episode with Lori Rudiman, which I don't know, was way, way back. Uh-huh. We, we used to use Skype and at one point my Skype dropped out. And so they kept going, I got back on and we recorded, well, the second half of my track didn't record. Mm-hmm. So I had two thirds of a conversation. <laughs> I, I was embarrassed. I didn't want to ask Lori to right. make time to, yeah. to go back. So I went in, I edited the show with what I had. I listened to it two or three times. And then I went back and listened through on and dropped myself in to the rest of the show.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Wendy didn't know. Lori didn't know. Nobody knew until I told them. Wow. And then Wendy knew, and like two other people that I'm very close to that wouldn't say anything to anybody about it. And I told Lori when she came back for 150, that was my big drop, was that her show, I literally dropped probably 10 minutes of my part back no. in because it was gone. It is, I, I maintain it's the greatest editing job I've ever done Why? because if you listen to that first show, you will never know Mm-mm. that I'm just inserting myself.
0: I'm going back and listening to that. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You, go you listen. You, you won't. You,
2: you, you, you will not are be able, a
0: powerhouse, John.
2: Nobody knew. Nobody what? had an idea, but I did. I sat there and listened, listened, And I would write some notes and I just, I put it on and I had it in my headset. And then I would just drop myself in and I uh-huh. recorded a whole track and then put it all together. Wow. If I had never said anything, I could have used that to be my big drop in 200 as the big shock. Nobody had a clue. Oh, my
0: goodness. That's yeah. amazing. I'm most proud of that. <laughs> Final question, guys. What's next for Wendy and John? Well,
1: weren't you set, set, setting up some sort of conference in the in the Caribbean for us? <laughs> in Barbados, to be specific? Um, hey, yeah, I'll come to Barbados. Um, you know, I, I think that's kind of, uh, for me, um, uh, I'm kind of waiting to see what 2022 brings for us. Um, you know, I know we were kind of hoping 21 would Bring back the live conferences and a lot of um, gathering back together, and that obvi- we all know that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, 2022, as of right now, is looking almost the same <laughs> with some of the COVID variants coming out again. Yeah. Um, but I, I oh yeah. But I'm I'm really hoping that we can um, can get together in person again. Yeah. Um, you know, I really would like to to be able to um, to see people. Um, one-on-one, face-to-face, this, you know, video is awesome, I love that we've had it, it's been so wonderful, Um, but even this introvert's ready for some, um, some FaceTime with folks, so um, we we keep putting it out there, if someone's got a conference, we would love to come and be a part of it, Mm -hmm. Um, international listeners, we would love to be a part of your conferences too, (laughs) we're we're not just uh we're we're okay traveling outside of the states for um for events so that's that's my hope for for 2022 hint hint but but you know uh, i'm look i can't wait to see who we meet um because though there will be we've got more episodes to do and uh more more folks to connect with nice thank you so much
0: wendy john
2: I want to continue to maintain the quality and caliber of what we've done. I want to continue to see this community grow, like we talked about earlier. You just keep talking to new people. I had a call with somebody overseas yesterday uh, to to figure out, hey, let's how do we partner on something? I really want to do more and more internationally because I think there's a lot of power in that. And as I continue to say, and and you'll hear it anywhere I get, I get a chance to say it, while the the laws and the issues, those kind of those kind of issues. They're going to be specific to where you are. The people stuff is the same. It doesn't matter. We hear yeah. it everywhere we've gone, and yeah. we've had opportunities to present uh, to you know HR professionals in India, for example. We never thought we'd be on a call where we talked about what we were dealing, what we mm-hmm. saw, and we're dealing with, and them asking questions, those kind of things. So I just I want to continue to maintain those types of things. Um, would love to would love to be in front of audiences again. Uh, the idea of podcasting. Having gear set up, you know, we had it. We had some things set up where we were going to be podcast affiliates. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. of different yeah. events and and we certainly would be open to that and i'll tell you the other thing i want to do that's not social hour related i really look forward to speaking at another virtual reality event because that's hand down the weirdest thing i've ever gotten to do I
0: know. it was so, you so, know so much katrina fun Collier? you need to talk to katrina because i know
2: katrina's name and passing we connected years ago but we never never really
0: need to visited. make that connection she's very she's done a couple of virtual events her and mvk review so well yeah. i
2: Putting on those goggles and have the avatar of me that looks mm-hmm. like it's, uh, you know, it's a little, like I asked them, could the they make it bigger because it's not representative of me. <laughs> but uh, but it was, it really was, it was, it was, I told Wendy when I did it, it was probably the most surreal. It's, it's, it was when somebody contacts you and says, would you like to speak at a virtual reality conference? And you go, uh, okay. And then, you know, you get the gear and you start put, it, it was so much fun. Um,
0: yeah. it was,
2: and thankfully, nobody was standing in the living room while I was doing it. Nobody got to see me doing this thing. And, you know, that's, uh, what, that's, your, that's the video
1: mom. I want to see. Yes. There is, thank, thankfully, there's no
2: there is no video of that. Such a shame. You, right? But it was also crazy to see that. Pre- I mean, it looked like a video game. Like the, it's not just on me. It pans the audience and it's shot, it's shot like a movie. And I'm thinking, yeah. this is Boy, if every presentation looked this cool, like, you know,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, uh,
2: really hope I get to do that again because that was insane fun. Nice. Really was.
0: Nice. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much, guys, for taking the time to be here today um, to share your stories. That's given just a catch up, a good catch up, and a good conversation between yeah. HR comrades, family, community. Um, I really wish you guys all the best. And I know um, you guys are going to have an amazing 2022. And I thank you so much for being here. Tell everyone where they can find you on social media.
2: Find me at johntherman.com for all things John Thurman. And the show is at Mm -hmm. hrsocialartpodcast.podbean.com. Whatever platform you're listening to this beautiful show, you're going to be able to find us there too. Please check it out if you haven't. Uh, Julie was recently a return guest, as she mentioned but you know, we we talk to practitioners and people around the industry about them, mm-hmm. and I I would like to say this before I get to go because I I heard another podcaster say it not about HR podcasts but we're all like Baskin Robbins there are flavors for everybody and what I have what, one of the really cool things that's happened in the last four years of doing this is how many more practitioners and peers have gotten out and like you you mm-hmm. turned on the mic and you started. So there's more and more flavors available to people. Yeah. Check stuff out, try them out. We're, we're incredibly thankful for that. But yeah, this is such a tremendous medium and we love being part of it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, find, us, find us where you find you.
0: Yeah. Thank you, thank you John. Wendy? Uh, you can
1: find me on mydailyjourney.com, daily D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. Um, and then the second and fourth Sunday of each month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you'll find me and John on Twitter for that twice monthly Twitter chat. So um, we hope that uh, the folks that listen will join us for, um, for our chats
0: as well. Awesome. And I will definitely include all of these links in the comments um, of this episode. So I got a surprise for you guys. Uh-oh. So I have to tell you.
2: Oh, I, was, I thought it was going to be the cheering voices or whatever. Because like yeah. you, did.
0: <laughs> no. you didn't get
2: to freak me out at the beginning this time.
0: No, no, I didn't get to freak you out at the beginning this time. I'm going to freak you out now. So okay. um, we agreed that you guys would come on the show when you celebrated your 200th episode. And you are here with me today celebrating my second anniversary of HR Soundoff podcast show. Yay. Today is officially my second second two year oh, anniversary. I could not think there's two better people to be celebrating this anniversary with oh. today than you guys. Thank oh, you I love so it. much for being here. I said I'd save it for last.
2: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> oh, the surprise than the people screaming in my ear, Julia, I have to tell you. and They're clapping. I appreciate <laughs> yes. that so much more. Congratulations though. Yes. It is
1: it's a testament
2: to what you've done yeah. with with your with yourself and with the the guests and in the, and the 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 stuff you are producing, the content Mm -hmm. you're producing, it it is so impactful to so many. And that's as we always said, we wanted to introduce cool people to cool people. We've gotten to do that. I know you're getting to do that. And we're we're all very fortunate that we have the platforms and the voices that we have, and we're the flavors that we are. Uh, I'm kind of partial to chocolate chip, but (laughs) congratulations, though.
0: Congratulations, Julie. I love it. Oh, thank you so much, guys yeah i really appreciate you so much thank you once again for being here like i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you people like you guys leading the way and showing the way i switched upon me in october because of you guys um and i've done there are a lot of things like thinking about how i get sponsors for my podcast and that kind of stuff always bouncing those ideas off of john um so like i wouldn't be here literally wouldn't be here <laughs> continuing i i i was gonna start with 10 episodes and just leave it alone and then i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't um, yeah. and that's testament to the power that you guys have and the openness of your hearts to share what you have learned and the people that you're having conversations with to continue to inspire people like me to do what i oh. do so thank you thank you
1: thank you julie
0: Thank you for joining us in the sound booth today. I hope that you found this information from this episode useful. You can find me on all social media platforms at I am Julie Turney. That's I am Julie Turney, and you can find this episode or this show on most digital platforms: Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify—you name it, we're there. Thanks to Rock Solid Entertainment for helping me to put this content together for you. And I will see you again in the next Sound Off.